Hello and welcome to Prince Track by Track. I'm your host Darren. Today we're going to be talking about Sexy Dancer from the second album by Prince called Prince. Um, it was recorded between April and the 13th of June 1979 at Alpha Studios. It was released on the 19th of October 1979 and it charted as a single on the 8th of December uh, 1979, uh, reaching number three in the disco chart. Now, the disco chart, as run by Billboard in the late 70s, was dependent on data that was passed back to them from DJs in the discos. So if a song charted on there, it was because they were playing the song and it was popular with the DJs. Um, so there was like, um, the original song was only four minutes and 18, but there was like a, an almost nine minute, 12 inch remix, which was released as a single in UK and Japan. And that was actually, you know, quite popular with DJs in America. So... Uh, it charted on the disco chart. Um, it's just Prince by himself, um, as as with a number of songs on this album. Um, and joining me today to talk about Sexy Dancer is the Sexy Dancer himself, Andrew Schwartz. Hello, Andrew. Thank you. Uh, Andrew Sexy Dancer Schwartz. Uh, that is your middle name. Middle names, should I say. And now, because this is your first episode, I'm going to ask you about how you got into Prince. Um, can you recall hearing a song and thinking, yes, I want to hear more from this guy? Or is it just a case of Prince was all around and you kind of, you know, eventually checked him out when, I don't know, there's like a greatest hits thing came out and you, you kind of started to hear more of his stuff? Or uh, how did you come about hearing Prince and becoming a fan? Well, I'm pretty sure it was all around. But I remember my first experience probably being in the car and hearing on the radio. Uh, what's that song from Purple Rain? It's only one of the most famous songs of all time. When Doves Cry? Yeah, When Doves Cry. And I remember hearing like, oh, this is very good. And eventually I started listening to Prince on my own and getting into it. Most of his stuff before 89. I think most of my full album experiences with Prince are up to Batman soundtrack. The song we're talking about, Sexy Dancer, as I said, it was a disco hit. Um, I wouldn't really call it a true disco song. Um, I I think Prince, although kind of almost pushed into being like a disco artist on these first two albums. He kind of avoided that a little bit too much. This is not really a substantial song. There's like, I don't know, three lyrics repeated over and over again. Sexy dancer. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's, it's not like, it's not a terrible song because obviously it's Prince. Um, but you know, the only lyrics he, he kind of contributes are, uh, you got my body screaming. You got me just a creaming, which is, uh, you know, (laughs) it's very explicit even for Prince. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, when you rub my body, it gets me so hot, hot. And then pretty much the rest of the song, he's literally just sexy dancer. Um, I want your body, I want your body. Like over and over and over again, sexy dancer dance. Just uh, just repeated endlessly while there's just this kind of groove plays. Uh, it is I can a understand... pretty good groove. Yeah, no, this is the thing. It's like for, for other people, this would be like a terrible song were it not for the fact that it's a really catchy groove. And obviously it shows off Prince's prowess, you know, playing, um, I, I mean, to me, it sounds like uh, probably one of the many polymoogs that he's credited with playing on this album. Um, but, you know, it's it, it's like, it's not a terrible song, but at the same time, it feels so kind of like... It's inessential. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just like, I mean, you know, in, in the early days, Prince kind of was trying to do stuff for Warner Brothers for the first two albums, like you know, um, kind of do ballads and, and stuff like that. It's just kind of almost ticking boxes, really. And to me, this feels like Prince has resisted being like a disco artist for most of the album. And then at some point, someone on Warner's has, has said, we need something for the DJs. And he's gone, OK, I'll just do something that's just a groove. And then, you know, I'll just figure out what to do after that. Um, and so that, the, kind of that's what it feels like. 
um, you know, it's you know, it's not like the red, the kind of the the first Prince album is kind of very sanded down, and it doesn't really feel that that much like Prince, apart from you know, soft and wet maybe. And on this second album, there are a few more songs where it does feel like Prince has got a little bit more freedom, but at the same time, he also used all of the budget for his first three albums on his first album. So, you know, he's kind of, it just feel, does feel a kind of a little bit like Prince is trying not to spend too much money. <laughs> so it's just him by himself just being like, okay, I'll, you know, I'll play the same instrument uh, or I'll play, you know, a couple of instruments and kind of just keep it to me in the studio. Um, and this is that's what this song feels like. It just feels like Prince kind of trying something and not really ever kind of developing it much. Yeah, he's canoodling. Uh, you know, it's not. It's like I said, it's, it's fine. not a terrible song. It's fine. Yeah, but um, I've you never know, listened to of... it again in my life. But it's fine. <laughs> it's kind of just four minutes of uh, Prince kind of like getting stuck in a groove and and just kind of doing that. It's worth it's worth mentioning as well that you know um, in the UK. It, it, it kind of it did okay in the chart. You know, it wasn't a huge seller. Yeah, people were listening uh, to it. People were like, "I can listen to this for one time." And then they stopped. Um, Prince didn't really. I mean, he he didn't play it much when he was tour. I mean, obviously he played it on his kind of um, you know his Prince tour for this album, and he played it when he was supporting you know Rick James and the Dirty Mind tour. But it wasn't really until kind of like nineteen ninety that he would play it again, um, and then kind of in the two thousands he kind of resurrected it a little bit. Um, but he did this thing with it where he would mix it up with La Freak. So he would he would do the Sexy Dancer groove, but over the top of it he would sing the lyrics from La Freak uh, by Chic, rather than singing Sexy Dancer. That sounds very interesting. <laughs> so, much, much better than Sexy Dancer itself. Yeah, and that was something that he did regularly on his kind of tours from like 2007 through 2012. You know, he was he's kind of known to just kind of... Uh, do a few mashups, uh, particularly of like the the earlier songs. Like some of the songs off his first couple of albums, he barely performed live. Like after you know the initial tours, and then kind of in the in the two thousands, he started mixing up some of his his songs with other songs um, to kind of you know just kind of um, kind of reuse some of them and kind of incorporate little samples of stuff in there. Um, so you know, I guess at a certain point you have so much history in terms of how many songs you have. Yeah, yeah, you such really... a wide catalog of songs to pick from. And um, you know, he met, he mostly stuck to kind of, particularly in later years, he would stick to um, like most of the stuff would be off his recent album plus a few kind of like hits, you know, Purple Rain and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so it was nice that he kind of started to almost acknowledge, you know, his earlier earlier albums and kind of just you know. Uh, do something fun with them. Yeah, I I feel like um, you know, kind of mixing <laughs> mixing sexy dancer up with the uh, freak is obviously just one of those things where you know he must have he must have been just messing around and thought, you know what, this this would be sound good if I just started singing different lyrics over the top of it. Um, is there like yeah. a, a anything out there that we could hear that from? Because I would really like to hear that. I wasn't able to I wasn't able to find you know um, a live version on YouTube or anything, but. Um, I'm I'm sure if you look hard enough somewhere, you could probably find it somewhere. But because that sounds actually really good, because the groove is very good, and the freak is yeah. a very good song. So you match them yeah. up with Prince, and what do you get? Probably something pretty good. Like I said, you know, not a terribly substantial song. As with a lot of songs off these early albums, I feel maybe maybe like a three out of five if you're gonna um, rate it on iTunes. I wouldn't even care enough to rate it on iTunes. 
I would have, I, as soon as the song ends, I would just forget about it. Okay, well, that's a zero out of five from you then. I don't even, it's not even zero. It's just like non-existent. <laughs> well, um, there was a, a group um, who went by the name of Chaz and Joy. Uh, Joy spelt J-O-I. Um, and they, I mean, they seem to only be known for doing this kind of cover of Sexy Dancer. Uh, which is available on uh, YouTube for you to watch. And, you know, it it's it's interesting because it's basically the exact same thing. It's kind of the exact same groove. But, you know, this is 1989 when it was released. So it kind of has more of like a house feel. And it's it doesn't really fit the, the kind of song that well. No. It just doesn't add anything to it. It somehow becomes even more forgettable than actual Sex to Dancer. And it's, <laughs> a, it's actively terrible, too. So it doesn't work in anyone's favor. Well, I think we've said as much as we can about Sexy Dancer. So um, we should go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Andrew? Uh, sure. If you uh, like this podcast and you like my voice, you'll enjoy Talking About Turtle, your one-stop shop for Entourage Lop. A drama-filled podcast about two guys who get into the crazy world of podcasting with an entourage podcast. Um, and, you know, you have done your own uh, podcast covering a musical artist yourself, have you not? Uh, that one can save Buried. <laughs> you don't have to ever mention that again. Uh, okay. Are you on Twitter? Uh, yeah, you can find me at, at Entourage Schlop. Great stuff. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track. Or we're on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or if you want to email us, don't know why you would, but you can get us at printstrapbytrack at gmail.com. And uh, thank you for being my guest, Andrew. No, thank you for having me. And otherwise, goodbye. Sexy dancer. Sexy dancer.